And we are live. Welcome, everyone. My name is Nikki Lopez of Nikki Lopez Creative, and you're watching The Circle, where every first and third Tuesday of the month, I'm talking to artists, activists, um, social entrepreneurs, people doing great things in the world today. And today, I have a very special guest and friend, the poet, Jerry Jerris Quick, the poet Evans. Thank you for being here. Honored to be a part, Nikki. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. What's going on with everybody out there in the world? Y'all doing all right? I hope y'all doing super duper. I know I am <laughs> having this opportunity. Absolutely. And so while we have some people coming on, uh, so Jerris, who's also known as Quick the Poet, that's how I know him, Quick the Poet, Quick, um, is regarded as one of the very best all-around entertainers nationally and internationally. He's a poet, he's a host, he's a founder of Flow For Me Entertainment and a few other things. And April is National Poetry Awareness Month, so it's just the perfect time to have him. Um, so we have a couple people popping in. We have Miss Sylvia saying hello, Nikki and guests. What's going on, Miss Sylvia? And we also have someone probably from the Facebook group saying hi, guys. So I'll see. Well, the hi, guys, is hey. <laughs> see who um see who that might be. So we are live on a couple of places. We're live on YouTube. We're live on Facebook at Nikki Lopez Creative, the group, The Circle. We're also live on my profile in the 1310 Gallery. Um, and we're also live um, on Periscope, even though I've, I heard that it's going away, but Periscope's through Twitter. Um, so at some point, but while it's still up, we're still rocking on there. So uh, thank you for joining us. So let's dive right in. Um, sure. What sparked your interest and your journey into poetry and spoken word? Um, easy for me. Third grade meeting in Baltimore. Um, coming from an inner city community, born and raised in uh, Broward County, uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I ended up going to all of the Novas, Nova Blanche Forum in elementary, middle school, and high school. And when I ended up at Nova Blanche Forum in elementary i ended up there in second grade and in third grade i met an incredible incredible person uh my third grade teacher her name is miss Baltimore, and she was the person that really got me interested in english um artistic interactions um and especially when it came to poetry and spoken word um god rest her soul this multiple pets wait about uh going to say um based on our time right now about five years ago um but uh, definitely most Awesome, awesome. And we have, I see Randall, uh, he's saying uh, worldwide. Wow, wow, <laughs> Randall, wow. Oh, wow. that was Gretchen saying, um, hi guys. Yes, yeah, so if you're in the Facebook group, The Circle, the names don't come through. So if you want me to mention your name, please definitely put it in the comments. Uh, so why is, why is poetry important to you? Poetry is important to me because it is the very factor in itself that helps me handle and or best appreciate how we operate in the world. Let's say, for instance, this very simple example for me. When I'm going through my most trying times, I write my poetry and or spoken word work um, of expression down within a paper book or on my cell phone or something that I personally memorize when I'm traveling or to myself. And all the way over to the other side of the spectrum, the reason why it's so important is because with how everything revolves in the world when it comes to communication, poetry and spoken word is like the beginners, level of artistic interaction globally or musician any kind of type of storytelling a poet and it's so important because that poet in itself depending on who what she did dictate a lot to the world and what's that's why so important to me um poetry is good what do you and and so with that being said, what do you feel is the impact for poetry and spoken word in this society in general? It's amazing. Well, I would say this right now. Uh, I'm very appreciative um, of how poetry and spoken word is starting to truly, truly elevate. Um, mm -hmm. For me, myself, who have come from a time where 
I'm a super duper fan of amazing poets and spoken word artists like Salam AC, um, 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 Will the Real One Bell, you know, Black Ice, powerful poets that have been on the scene, Queen Sheba, you know, it's it's numerous I can name you that I'm 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 super duper fans of, and I've had the chance to actually either interact with, perform for, or become like like really really huge supporters of. The impact in, of it in itself globally right now is incredible to see what they've allowed to even enter into the Super Bowl. Um, mm-hmm. Which, though I know I've seen, you know, people have different opinions about. I would say, from my personal opinion, it is rated globally. Um, I love, love, love the presentation of what was dropped in the Super Bowl because what it shows me is that we are we are consistently being elevated, and that is us in a new um, that's the form of poor spoken word artists globally are being elevated appreciation. Not that poets and spoken word artists um, that within the storytelling element of our true story for within artistry. Um, I'm, I'm loving how it's being put 100% of the bad and the ugly out there to work. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. And we have Valerie, I want to say D.C. or Virginia, I'm not sure. Uh, Valerie saying good evening, Nikki and guests. Valerie What's here. going on with Valerie? How you doing? Yes, and Raquel Lopes, I love his work of the World's AIDS Museum. Um, wow, Raquel, what's going on? How you doing? <laughs> Sincerely humble, and I can take off my hat. You see, there's no double-sided tape or anything. <laughs> I know right so humble Raquel humble love you right back love you right back to life yes yes Raquel is amazing um oh she said MD and good <laughs> yes absolute MD absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> love you too. so it's poetry month and I would love if you could share a piece with us um sure. yeah yeah so Okay. Um, I think a great piece would be um, a unique twist. Um, I like to perform uh, Love War You Part You um, to everyone. And what the importance of this poem, because we don't get a chance as poets and spoken word artists to actually express it really quickly. And I like to tell you all, just simply put before I'm performing the poem, um, you cannot properly love anyone else if you do not know how to properly love yourself. So, mm. so with that being said, I hope you enjoy Love War You Part You and to make it kind of simple when it's over, I'll put my hat back on. Awesome. <sighs> they say that experience is life's greatest teacher. And as far as relationship understanding, I've come to learn so much about companionship thanks to that incredible instructor that taught me to see the truth. Because I know for a fact there will surely be no forever queen bee and I, if it weren't for all of the previous truth and lie, trial and tribulation wars that at one period of time plagued our lives like a rare form of monogamy terminal cancer before discovering the priceless living treasure of her. I remember back in the day when I finally got over my girls at icky stage and became unknown as the love hall, writing love letters and poems just like Darius did, right before Love Jones became an instant classic and hit back in 97, you see. Just like him, I had so much love to give that I couldn't understand a fathom for the life me alone and find a solid girlfriend to save my life. I was told I was too dark, too skinny. Show love way too much too early and being too damn funny as a sign of weakness that would get me away all my life. Informed I needed to change my overly humble and loving ways going to find a solid girlfriend more or less a future wife. So over my ninth grade summer, I hit the jump extremely hard like Arnold and made a few good in their personality and attitude adjustments. And like an addict with bad love or bad habit, I became heavily addicted to riding emotional roller coasters. I incorrectly discovered from the misguidance and teachings of an ex-lover is that you should expect your significant other to eventually mess you over regardless of how much you love them. Regardless of how it is, you should be prepared to have to play chess with the value of their royalty. So after an unannounced visit to that ex-lover's apartment and uncovered that all of the accusations and rumors were facts, 
about her having another boyfriend and that messy breakup left my heart severely broken. It shouldn't surprise anyone at all across the globe on the circle while that quote, every action, it causes a reaction. It makes so much sense to me. Quite a few hearts were unintentionally broken on that long road of recovery due to the cause of my interactions with the ex-lover. And for every broken heart, I'm responsible for leaving discarded like dead carcasses on a serial trail of reasoning that lead all the way back to my love life cemetery closet. I was never truly heartless. I will only interact with you all as long as she's to be happy. And I'm sincerely sorry to all the necessary sacrificial form and an emotional recovery to possibly recover from the and ultimately capture my family. After my last experience prior to Queen Bee, when I found myself fighting to survive the latest mental injuries, suffer from what you get when you choose to boomerang through an emotional roller coaster of women, like a Marcus playing around with a bunch of crystals, Avons, and Jacqueline's in search of an Angela. It's when I finally took a look in the mirror. And I took an honest look in the mirror and understood the fact that people can only do to you what you allow them to do and hurt you. They don't have to hurt people in order to heal. And from then is where my full emotional recovery began. The moment that you discover that your relationship or interaction with anyone is gone from that feeling of life invigoration to that vivid green realization that loving and interacting with that person it ain't nothing healthy. It is time for you to get off that ride. It was never a question that you can't. The question is always if you choose to listen to your experience and excellent ride toward the ribs while you are open. And it's too late. It just sounds like you exit the ride. Mm, thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing that. Oh, you're super duper welcome. It's a life saving form, I can tell you. That's mm -hmm. a sidebar to everybody. Anything that I perform is a 100% true story of something 99% uh, of the time that I've actually experienced. Or, uh, and that's that's really bottom line too. And a hundred percent of the time that I've either experienced or I've witnessed, most of it is, is is exactly what I've gone through. It was it was life propelling and life saving. Mm hmm. Absolutely. And let me take it. We have a couple. We have Kathleen Dean, filmmaker and director of the Victory. Miss Dean. Miss <laughs> Dean. What's going on? What's going on? Love Miss Dean. She's an amazing soul. Absolutely support Miss Dean on all levels. Absolutely, absolutely. And we have Grecia. Every action causes a reaction. Yes, indeed. That's called karma. Thank you for the reminder. You're very welcome. Very welcome, Gracia. Love you right back. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Sylvia, wow, that was heavy. <laughs> Love you right back, Sylvia. You know, mm -hmm. rest of the world need to hear the truth. You know? Absolutely, absolutely. What are some of the challenges that you had to overcome as a professional poet or a host of a poetry event like yours? Um, two very simple responses for me. One, getting people to respect the fact that the value of my event is just as important as any major artist that there is out there in the world. Mm -hmm. I was personally told, and I think I'm going to take it to my grave, of a, um, it was a host who told me at one of my shows um, that they felt that a response that I said, and I'm a huge fan of Jay-Z and Beyonce, a huge fan. And the response I said is, I like the rest of the world to respect and support me in the same regard. And when I went into the additional detail of it, it was maybe about another, I don't know, maybe 30 seconds to a minute. I'm not sure. Somewhere in between. Now, nothing too long, but maybe that's long to other people. And that, that, that person, they told me that they considered that more of a rant. And that's why... Um, the people were watching and viewing, um, basically, I, I guess, stopped actually watching my club. Um, I will say this, if I had a chance to go back and do it again, I would have taken 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a shout out to to that individual because here's what, what I'm saying. Number one, like I stated, is getting people to respect my actual event in itself. And number two, it is when it comes down to the value of being booked as a professional poet and spoken word artist, 
Um, when we state our numbers, it's almost like, oh my God, I'm not going to pay that to get a poet and a spoken word artist. But if they see me on certain platforms, that, that completely changes. But I think that's the biggest challenge. And I will actually go back and say this. Let me, let me retract because oh, ever since I've been in the poetry and spoken word game professionally since 2007, um, I have to be very honest, things have changed quite a bit from then for me. So it's not so much of the same challenge for me now. Um, now I get more of how much would it cost to book you for this particular event. So I'm thankful. But during that period of time, that was one of my biggest challenges. And I'm, I'm honestly taking a, a unique stand for, for those up and coming poets and spoken word artists in that same situation. But out to those specific, uh, poets and spoken word artists globally abroad, the millions of you all that are up and coming. Hey, do your hard work. Put in your hard work. Just because you did a great poem today don't mean you're great. Mm-hmm. I've seen some super duper performers that make that mistake. But um, that's 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 another thing that I've seen. They get caught up in one poem and say, oh, I did this incredible poem. Well, people will forget you yesterday. yesterday. You're mm-hmm. done. You know, so just to be just to be honest, those are the particular things for me. One, making sure that they respect and I guess being at the World Famous Brow Center for the Performing Arts. Um, it helps me a lot. I can't really say yes. It helps me a lot. It's incredible. It's a dream come true opportunity. Shout out to the Broward Center, our access program. Love y'all so much. Um, but the second thing is also just making sure I protect my value as a professional poet and a spoken word artist. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we have Valerie. She's giving some high clapping with that. Um, and she also said sometimes the, the the sound gets a little muffled from time to oh, time. Oh, man. Mm. Yeah, I can see. Because it is sounding kind of muffled for us. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Is it still yeah. muffled? You sound, yeah. So, yeah, every now and then. You know, that's the, I guess the, oh. So I think we lost him. We'll give him a minute to come back in. Hello. Are we better? I I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. I, I thought I, I thought I'd pull a trick. You know what? Let me move my hat over. <laughs> saying, you know, that's one of the beauties and challenges of technology. Like we could go live, but you know, you know, sometimes we have connectivity problems. Like you know, and you know, we move through it. Absolutely. So kind of the nut to, to roll back on what I was saying, what I was basically saying is the, the, the two main challenges that I've run into in the past were one, um, making sure that folks respect my events. Well, my events before they ended up at the Broward Center and ended up being 40 to $50 events um, that are well worth it. When I was a $10 event locally, I've had people say, well, why does it cost so much to come to your club? But the same individuals I've seen who can barely pay rent, can barely pay, and I'm talking about people I know for a fact. It's not even You will break your neck and spend two, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred dollars to go to these other events. You don't know the artist, but you you say and you claim that you love me and the other mm-hmm. artists. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't come out financially in that regard because I've also been told in that regard that, you know, maybe we don't feel that y'all worth it. Wow. They don't say you love us like that, man. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. being very honest. And the second thing is, it's just uh, making sure I get my just due and respect. Like any other poet and spoken word artist or live entertainer across the globe mm-hmm. um, and what my worth is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If that's my quote, that's my quote. And it shouldn't be to the fashion of, oh, wait, he or she isn't worth it in that regard in our genre because if I were to take off tomorrow and I were to end up in Fast and Furious part next with our reasoning and so forth, people would think very differently. Mm-hmm. They would operate very differently. I'm not saying everybody. I'm just saying many folks would. And that's just the truth. So that was the past big that was the past big challenge that I've gone through. But now these days, I got to be very honest, I get a lot of uh, how much is it to book you for this specific event. And I'm truly, truly humble and I'm truly, truly thankful for that. And that I got to take my hat off to, to anybody that has ever booked me 
and lock me in for any opportunity that has ever supported our events from Floretry Sundays up to the Mother Flows and the uh, Fourth Element and the workshops and globally abroad. I love you all so much and I thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's definitely work. And I think um, that's a challenge across the board with independents, um, independent creatives. I, I think I was in a meeting earlier today and I, you know, I, I was recalling a moment where uh, this uh, venue had invited me. They're like, oh, I love your stuff. I want you to be here. I love your vibe. I love what you bring, blah, blah. We want you and your people here in our space. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, great. So what's the budget? Budget. And I'm like, yeah, you know, me and my people, my vibe, the the things like, you know, this is what I do. Like this is this is my life, this is my job, this is you know what I do. And they were willing to, you know, pay for the DJ, pay for the food, pay for performers, but I was expected to show up for free. Sure. So, you know, sometimes when you know, um, that transition from just like, oh, I'm just doing it, getting my name out there or hobbyist to like, this is, I'm a professional. This is what I do, this is how I pay my, this is how you, you know, show me respect and honor my craft and my artistry, you know, the same way I, you, no one shows up to work and fig figures Friday go by like, oh, that's okay, this, I, I love, you know, doing the mailman stuff, you know, everybody. Completely, completely get you 100%, 100%. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I respect that a thousand percent. You stand on your ground. Mm -hmm. and sometimes it takes for you to pass on another opportunity for a much better door to open for you. Yeah. You have to give them the understanding that you you really cherish your passion and what you do as old as an artist. Mm -hmm. And I wish more artists actually did that too. If mm -hmm. it's somebody worth it, and I do get it, you know, it's I, I'm a true believer in it. Judgment. That is your choice. But for somebody else to say, no, you just need to do this for free because this is an opportunity. But that also comes in levels. I will, I will stress that. I agree with it because I run plenty of shows myself and I've run thousands. No exaggeration. There are opportunities that mm -hmm. some people need to take advantage of. And there are also people that need to decline on certain opportunities because they're just that great. They deserve much more. That's mm -hmm. something. We have a couple of people agreeing. Shani saying, pay me. Pay me, Shani. <laughs> what they said. I had to say that. I had Command to say that to somebody. Mm -hmm. They looked at this chocolate and they were like, hey, you know, like you, okay, calm down. And I was like, well, pay me, man. <laughs> pay me to calm down, yeah. Normally, I just did a poem for free. For free. Mm -hmm. for Figure free. it out. But it's the yeah. truth. Yeah. You know? And that, that part where you said, like, you know, there's other people that will, you know, there's people that, you know, you have to turn them down sometimes because there's someone waiting to pay you when you were what you're worth. And then when someone sees you on a certain platform, then they're like, oh, wait, let me come back to you. And it's like, well, now it's a little different because, you know, I can, I can give a, a terrific example to is let's say, for instance, just using yourself, Nick. Nick, you've supported me on every platform that I've ever been on period since you've met me nikki you turn around and you ask me to do something you damn right there's something that's <laughs> going to be worked out differently for you than i would for everybody else they can spread that globally i that part i can give a damn about mm -hmm. because you have supported me financially you have been to everything from my smallest events to mm -hmm. my biggest events so that's a simple discussion and if mm -hmm. somebody else was able to say something in that regard oh well why are you doing this for her have you ever been to my show? <laughs> ever? In yeah. your life? Yeah. That's simple. Have you even tried? And it's just that simple for me. Mm -hmm. I reciprocate the energy that's given to me. Mm -hmm. So when you have something going on, and though I know I'm super duper busy, I still say this to other people too. You know, people make time for who and what they want to make time for. Mm -hmm. And that's the truth. Mm -hmm. Nobody's too busy. If Jay Z want to come do me do my event, he can come do it. Mm -hmm. It's just he has to. It has to be just that important to him for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And it's not always the monetary part. It's how you touch people, and mm -hmm. that truly means something to me. So that is the difference, though. Yeah, what I may do for you, I may not do for anybody else, and yeah. that's a thing. It comes with levels. Yeah, 
And I would have to say, like, I mean, I, you know, I'm an undercover poet. I'm a poetry lover. You know, poetry is always a very significant. Someone asked me years ago, like, your art events got poetry all, all the time. Like, yes, I love it. I can't detach from it. But, and I've been going to poetry stuff in Florida since probably, what, 2004. Yes, ma'am. And when, when someone, one of the poets um, invited me to your event, like, this is a red carpet poetry event. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. You know, that part, and then a poetry event by poets, you know, because, you know, people put on all types of stuff, but it's just a whole nother flavor when that artist is able to get behind the production and produce something and really have that control, because we're going to show our artistry and other, our colleagues, our creative colleagues in a whole different light and respect. And it was just, it was amazing. I was blown away. Man, thank you so, so much. Man. Thank you so much. And yeah. just continue to be you and who you've been to me and, you know, spread the word to others and everybody out there, y'all do the same. You know, it's, it's, it's humbling to know that um, this is created really honestly for all of us. This is a South Florida, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, born and raised Broward general kid from the city here in numerous neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. And to, to see that the same kid that graduated from Nova High School on the Irene stage at the Broward Center that told his mother, God rest my mother's soul, passed away January 15th, uh, 2021, just a few months ago. Mm. I told her I was going to come back there and do something huge one day. And my mother was like, I believe you, baby. Just go do your full scholarship in Missouri Western. And that was in 1997. And she said, the day when the day comes, just come on back and do what you're going to do. I know you're going to do it. It wasn't that she didn't believe in. She got a chance. I'm just really glad my mom got a chance to actually see me perform now. The very first Megaflow, January 2nd, 2015. I'll never forget it. Never. So we all got to stick together. Huge things happen for us. And at my Megaflows, it's about presenting the not just the very best artists, period, but I'm talking about some of the very best up-and-coming artists, period, that nobody's ever seen. I like breaking people. Mm -hmm. Like, you've never seen Nikki? That part. Mm -hmm. Let me show you Nikki. You know, and that's what made the world go around. We stick together and grow. Absolutely. Well, speaking of, like, what is Flow, Flow For Me Entertainment if someone has never heard about it? Sure. Flow For Me Entertainment is a live poetry and spoken word arts and actually now has developed into an all around all around live entertainment arts company of representation. Um, we put on live entertainment shows. We do management. We do workshops. You name it. We actually do it. And it's all in the betterment of ele uh, elevating artists from ground level to the best on the planet. Mm, mm, absolutely. Oh, we have Valerie. She's like, yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, what do you have a memorable moment or memorable performance? I can name these thousands. I think one of the um the most memorable performances that I've ever had ever as a poet and spoken word artist um was performing for the very first time at Mellow Mondays in Hollywood. That was one. Um, because that is the groundbreaking location. Shout out to HBO Deaf Poet Asia and my my fellow house poets that would have made son. Um, 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 trail and so forth, just numerous other poets. Um, I love them so much. That was probably the groundbreaking one for me. But what was the great, what, what was the ultimate twist was January 2nd, 2015. I was able to return the same favor to Asia by turning mm -hmm. around and having him as the feature poet of my event. The, a superstar poet globally that gave me a shot. I ran to his window after my first performance at his event in 2007. And I literally told Asia, you know, thank you so much for the opportunity. And he appreciated my humble nature so much. And I performed for four to seven nights a week um, on average in South Florida for the next three or four years. And Asia was like, if you keep the same energy, you're going to turn into something incredible for South mm -hmm. Florida. And I just, I, I never let up. I never mm -hmm. let up. And just being able to return that favor to him. And mm -hmm. he returned the favor for me too. 
you know, him not just being a friend of mine, but a mentor to me in that regard and to feature for that event. And literally we sold out the Broward Center for the Performing Arts for the first time in poetry and spoken word history. That's the first time they ever done it. It was uh, I was groundbreaking. <laughs> yeah. Remember, we live, we live, we live. Mm-hmm. So those were the two greatest for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shani's asking Aja Monet. Aja Monet? Uh, uh, really? Or, are we really bringing up Aja Monet? <laughs> Don't do this. Let's see, people be dropping these names for me to go ahead and bring out to your life now, man. Listen, these people. Uh, now they don't cost pennies. I gotta, I gotta figure that out. I gotta figure that out. But uh, definitely love about you, movie. Yeah. <laughs> and we have uh, Maya G saying, "Hey, quick! It's been a while." Oh, Maya, what's going on, man? Like all y'all, man. It's like, girl, you done created a whole family reunion here. Man. <laughs> We got to get together and cure something, you know, mask up and take stand a distance, dap each other and, and adapt and all that and figure it out. But this is this is incredible. This is Absolutely. incredible. I love y'all so much for coming on here and supporting <laughs> me again. I'm giving I'm getting the chance to see y'all. Oh, this is this is huge. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, can you um, what made you what what made you go into doing like the red carpet poetry event at the Broward Performing Arts Center. That, that was just like, I thought it was just so beautiful. I wanted to change the game on poetry and spoken word. I want to do something that I know I've never seen anybody do in the world. I'm very big on being very innovative and unique when it comes to my events as a whole. And um, anytime that you come to any one of my mega flows, the, the unique twist is, and it's a huge test to myself, um, and a testimony to everybody that I've looked up to throughout, you know, poetry and spoken word arts and just live entertainment and the educational system and growth as well. Um, it, none of, none of the shows are the same. Mm-hmm. They're very, they're, they're different. Yeah. You have, yes, you will have poets, but there'll be different poets, but it's unique formula and storyline set mm-hmm. for, for, the, for those actual poets. So that's that's what's most important to me. Give light an opportunity in a unique way mm-hmm. um, by putting it on a level that it's never been seen. Poetry mm-hmm. and spoken word should have been red carpeted. I don't know why nobody mm-hmm. else didn't do it from before, but they left a lane for me, and that's why I went after it. And uh, I paid for it myself. I didn't care. I'm doing this, and if it dies here, this will be it. It'll be the first time it's ever done. Um, and I'm glad it took off through the stratosphere because now we're on like the 14th or 15th mega flow. So mm-hmm. it's huge. And that show gave Anna Floretry gave birth to Flow Apocalypse six months later. Mm-hmm. Flow Apocalypse and Anna Floretry gave birth now to Flow Love of Music, which will be taking place on May 1st. Those those two shows gave birth to not just Flow the Love of Music, but we have Quamity that will be taking place on and it's a it's a show that's centered around amazing um super duper comedians where I'm, you know south florida's very own cello though god willing if everything work out we we got everything locked off and we also have something that that is very very dear to my heart and um it is called uh future floristic and it is a youth event for for kids that mm-hmm. are artists um and what it centers around even more than anything is special needs artists mm-hmm. sorts so so next level especially with my my eldest daughter mm-hmm. having autism and i uh, will be diagnosed with autism and adhd um i want to do something that gave a shout out to her and the dope part it is 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 that that show belongs to her it's mm-hmm. in her name i put it in her name and somebody want it they're gonna have to come after it legally it belongs to her Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And um, and I did put in the comment section um the link to Ticketmaster for your event on May 1st. Um yeah. yes. uh Peck Courtyard, as well as some links as well. Um yes. yeah. Valerie yeah. giving some heart sign. I love that you're doing that. Um, well, I guess that was gonna be one of the questions too. Um, can you talk a little bit about mom's special needs services? Absolutely, absolutely. It is a business that my wife, um, shout out to Queen B, gotta tip it off to the Queen. She actually created 
um, herself, and I have the the honor of uh, uh, being on the branding and um, also the, the the vice president uh, of that company as a whole. And the the aim is to offer special needs support on all levels globally abroad. So what happens is, it's my wife who does um, special needs services and, and, and child advocacy on all levels. It offers the opportunity for any special needs mm. child to have the same opportunities as any other student and or child that are out there in the world. Uh, what we've tried to get away from was saying like, okay, um, the term um, special needs is different than a regular child. No, special needs is a child. Mm-hmm. A child is a child. Mm-hmm. Um, and and at day's end, the company in itself is set to provide programs and or support programs that are all about special needs. My own special needs pro- is special needs services is is probably m- arguably one of my favorite parts, if not the favorite part of our branding of our three companies. Um, we have Floyd Tree, Folkney Entertainment, LLC, the Quick to Law Foundation, um, Inc. And um, Mom Special Needs Services, LLC, and Mom Special Needs Services is the takeoff one. That's the one that is the next mm-hmm. level one because it's really about everybody, but it really upli- uplifts um, children with special needs and people with special needs. That's awesome. That's awesome that you're doing that. Um, we have Gracia. Thank you, Nikki Lopez, for this evening. Wonderful guest. Quick, po- the poet. Oh, Gracia, Miss Gary. Gigi, love you. <laughs> love you. You got a fan for life, girl. You got yes. shows coming up. Come check us out. Hope y'all can make it out. If not, to flow the love of music, join us for our flow apocalypse on July 10th. Absolutely. And you mentioned it, but can you go a little bit into what is the um, Quick to Love Foundation? Sure. The Quick to Law Foundation is also a unique spinoff, just like Mom's Special Needs Services. The Quick to Law Foundation originally started out to support just um, underprivileged kids in the inner city communities. But if anybody that really knows me knows me, um, knows that I'm all about all kids and all people. And the Quick to Law Foundation is based around that. So what happens is, is this. If I find a business, let's say hypothetically, Nikki, in your business, if I want to support you specifically, the Quick to Love Foundation takes the opportunity to actually support you. Um, if I want to support um, the Boys and Girls Club, um, which I'm really, really about, Miss Dean, I love Miss Dean so much. So the Boys and Girls Club get a spinoff because if I want to support them, that comes directly through Ms. Dean, and I would do that do, through the Quick to Love Foundation. And that's what I love about the Quick to Love Foundation. It doesn't isolate me to one avenue. And that's just what I really didn't want to do. I wanted to be flexible to be able to do what I wanted to do, when I wanted to do with the company. If it, it can be something of um, in support of law enforcement, whether I chose to or not, it's just totally, totally, totally up to us. And that's what the Quick to Love Foundation is about. Quick to love the right entities to mm. uplift the rest of the world. That's awesome. Outside of your um, poetry events, your ticket events, how can people connect with you and support your work? Easy shot. You have a few options. They can reach out to me on my social networks, and that's simply just looking up Quick the Poet, and you spell it all together, just like that's going down at the bottom of the page. This is awesome. <laughs> Q-U-I-C-K-T-H-E-P-O-E-T. Another option for you is you can reach out to us on my webpage, which is www.flowforme, and that is F-L-O, the number four, M-E, dot com. And the other variations are you have our three actual emails. And the main base one that you can reach out to us on is flowetryentllc at gmail.com or you have quick to love foundation inc at gmail.com and that's spelled Q U I C K, the number two, L O V E. F-O-U-N-D-A-T-I-O-N-I-C at gmail.com. And last but not least, it's Mom's Special Needs Services. And that's M-O-M-S-S-P-E-C-I-A-L-S-N-E-E-D-S 
dot com, and you can reach out. I love you all. Um, any of those are great, or you can reach directly into my cell. And listen, I'm just calling me in no crazy out. Let's <laughs> opportunities when me put my cell on here you know just be smart about how you contact me but no it's all love to everyone and it's a simple direct contact of area code 754-224-9775 if any reason you cannot get me by call the very best way to reach me is by cell awesome awesome thank you so much um what was i gonna say oh if people want to, um, like with your organizations, like this, you know, Mom Special Need and the foundation, do you ever look for like volunteers and, and for people to get involved in, you know, like financial, can people donate towards those as well? Absolutely. The simple direct uh, financial um, send off for us is you can either sell the company and that's our phone number that's area code 754-224-9775 or you can sell email you can either do that's j-e-r-r-i-s period evans b-a-n-s at gmail.com for our floor tree that's the f-l-o-e-t-r-y E-N-T-L-L-C at gmail.com. We also do Venmo and also Cash App. That's just simply at Quick the Poet. Um, and it will be direct, directly donated in regard of, of our actual company in itself and support with the communities and the growth of the actual company and the business in itself. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And then also, do you, do you have any self-care practices or what do you do in your downtime like to kind of recharge? And I'll tell you a very awesome one for me, going out to Fort Lauderdale Beach, taking time for myself directly by myself, no cell phone, no interaction with the rest of the world, appreciating the sunrise, appreciating the sunset and getting in touch with my feelings with myself. What I want to give and, and understand it to everybody on this is that, you know, we all have challenges. I'll use myself as an example. When my mom passed a few months ago, um, I, I hit a very, very dark window for myself where I had to turn around and I needed to seek support and help um, counselor and also psychologists. And what I, what I don't like to see is, is when um, when people really, really need help out of that in those moments and those windows, that they don't seek it, that they don't take advantage of it. It's one of the very best options that I've ever, ever experienced. And what I, what I, what I urge, urge, especially in the inner city communities, because what was also taught to me in different ways is that you don't go see a psychologist, you don't see a counselor, people crazy, you don't need to tell them your business. Well, let me be very clear. You need an unbiased opinion about how you operate. Mm -hmm. Find someone that you trust in that regard. Seek help, seek support, because it's enough of having people out there depressed. I don't know what it's like to be depressed. I don't know what it's like to be suicidal. But one thing I've come to understand is, is that there are many, 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 many people out there that suffer these challenges. And I don't know what direction I would have gone in if I wouldn't have sought help myself. So. That's what I really, really urge to upbeat. Mm -hmm. Seek that help. Strong and help. As strong as I am and as strong as I feel, I've needed help and support and assistance myself. So I'm using myself as an example. Ladies and gentlemen, of all of all gender, all sexual preferences, seek help if you if you don't surround yourself with powerful people will keep you up like I have already. Absolutely, absolutely. And we have uh, Jasmine Lewis saying hello. Hey, Jazzy. Hey. <laughs> hello to have, you. Um, that's who I interviewed uh, la uh, two weeks ago. We have greetings from Eric and the Jazzers from Fort Lickerdale via the Boogie Down Bronx. <laughs> yes, Eric and the Jazzers, what's going on? We're getting down for Fort Lickerdale, man. Lauderdale represent life stand up. Yes, yes. And Valerie was saying my con sincerest condolences, I guess, when you were talking about you. Oh, thank you so much, Valerie. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Shout out to my mom. Shout out to my mom. She, I'm sure she's looking down on the proud, you know, mm -hmm. my brother and I. Thank you so much, Valerie. Thank you. And um, 
Damien, he's saying thank you and saying very important message. Yeah, this, you know, mental health is absolutely, absolutely. Really important. Thank you so much, Damien. Thank you, Damien. Absolutely. If you had a time machine, where would you go and why? To the um, past or to the future? I'll go to the past. I'll go to the past. And it's not so much to change anything. You know what I would go to the past and do in a very critical moment specifically? In 2002, um, when I made it to the NFL, the Chicago Bears and the New York Jets, I made a very, very bad mistake. Um, and it was just, it was the energy and the interaction that happened with me and my coach. And I, I never anticipated the person I looked up to when we looked at each other. It's a man that's going to Um when he decided to basically um, play any part in having me release, he, he basically it's the primary reason. It's like he told me, and he told me, and I quote, I'll never forget it. First person looked me in my face and said something like this. He said, you're going to live to regret it. And it was just a dispute and a difference of opinion about um, And it really kind of came down to playing time. And um, you know what I would do with going back in the past in that moment, the crazy part is, is most people probably wouldn't believe me, but the truth is this, I wouldn't go back and change the moment. I would really go back to really study myself in that moment and what pushed me to being so angry. I have ideas of what it was that moment, but I just have memories. And I would like see an out-of-body experience of myself in that moment. I've had a chance to help save thousands of people arguably maybe millions depending on how, how it's climbed over the last 15 years and i blame chad Pennington for a long time for what happened in the moment and uh chad was just a young player you know uh and even as disrespect for him and and, and and unkind as it was in the moment i don't think he would even remember it I would love to go back to the past and serve myself in the moment. And what's even more, I'm glad you asked me, the first person to get this response from me, I would love to go back and pass thereafter to win the league. I would have Chad, and I have a chance to sit down with him and say, hey, Chad, can I sit down with you for a moment? I don't want to argue, but I do want to tell, I do want to tell you the effect of that moment that it did to the life. And um, I still just love you as a person. I just want to let you know, just be careful in how you interact with people when you are elevating in this world. I would do that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. It's life changing. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget what happened to me in those moments because the reason I can't regret it is, is when I was released, I came back home to South Florida and two years later, I had no plans to stay in the South Florida. And two years later, I ran into my wife in downtown Fort Lauderdale. And I wouldn't trade her and my kids for any amount of money. I don't care what anybody wants me. That's on my life. You can spread that vibe. You can play it in whatever sense. You can try to trap me in any statement. I wouldn't trade them for a single penny. It's what I've come to understand. You can't buy me like that. That's a fact. You can spread that how you want. You won't get me in no theory Jackson moment like that. No, no, no. Nope. I don't care how much money you owe. Period. Yeah. And then, then, this was most important to me, you know, and it's done. And I'm going to live to die together in the very best life possible. I have some very happy children. And I have a very happy wife. I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. But I break my neck to be perfectly imperfect every day. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I feel that absolutely, absolutely. Thank you. Yes, yes. So quick, it was just is. I'm so happy that I finally got you on the circle, and I just think it's perfect timing. April being Poetry Month, and um, I'm really honored to have you on here to share a little bit about what you do and the work that you're doing, and just you as a person. So thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you so much for having me, Nikki, and to everybody out there that joined us on this 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 event this evening. Thank you so much for taking time out in your life 
um, just sharing this moment for, with us. I know you could have been anywhere else in the world, like I was telling Nikki earlier. Thank you for spending that time with us. And if I never see you all again in this world, just know I love you all dearly as human beings, regardless of where you are from, family member, fan, friend, or foe. We can all coexist on this planet and we can all evolve on this planet together. And in the words of my life, my best quote out there ever, or maybe down to the hashtag, um, regardless how adversity corners your life story, you never give up on the rest of your life. You keep going and you watch what happens. And you keep I love you. Ashe, absolutely, absolutely. Powerful words. Thank you so much. And for those who are watching, those who are live with us, thank you so much for being here. Whether you're on Facebook, you're on YouTube, you're on Periscope and Twitter, thank you so much for being here. Um, please consider sharing this um, this episode. So there might be a young poet in your midst, and you know this might be that little thing that puts that fire and um, have them start their journey in the poetry. Um, so we have, uh, oh, Valerie saying, love is felt and returned. Wow. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Man, I got a screenshot. That was amazing. Love you, Valerie. <laughs> love you right back. Valerie, you got a fan for life. So you better follow me for life. I'm going to follow you. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so, and those who are going to watch this on a replay, thank you for taking the time. Um, if you want to go back and listen to this, this episode is going to be on the podcast. So anywhere your favorite, you know, your favorite podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, this will be here by the end of the week. So definitely stay tuned. Um, the circle is brought to you by um, my a movement called What's Your Elephant? What's Your Elephant is a movement that uses the arts to create safe spaces to talk about the unspoken. So if you want to find out a little bit more about, you know, the movement, some of the work that I do, definitely go to whatsyourelephant.org. You could also go to Linktree um, slash Nikki Lopez 19. So uh, definitely uh, check us out, check quick out, come, you know, there's a few more tickets for May 1st. It's right around the corner. So three more. Check it out. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> Valerie saying, will do ditto. So, so thank you. Thanks again. And I will see you all, um, in a couple of weeks. So, you know, we've been doing every week, but you know, in March of 2021, we do now are, the first and the third Tuesday of the month. So please uh, uh, come back in a few weeks and see who else we have here. And uh, thank you so much, Quick, for being here with us this evening. I love you right back, hon. Love you all right back. Thank you all so much. Ladies and gentlemen, keep supporting Nikki. She's thank amazing. You. So amazing. So well beyond the show in itself. Amazing human. Love thank her. you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. Take care. Bye. Take care. Love you all. Take care.